Welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name's Michael. Now you're doing when, Devin? And I am RJ. <laughs> what language is that? Korean. Ooh. I sensed it. I sensed it. I said it a little bit wrong, though. Is it racist? Now you're when, Devin? <laughs> is it racist if I ask if they speak different? Like, there's North and South Korea, right? Yeah. So, do they speak the same Korean? I don't know. Because hmm. um, there's Mandarin and Cantonese. Right? There, yeah, there's, and then the Szechuan. There's yeah. a bunch of different dialects in, yeah, in China. Um, I think even, like, Russia has some different oh. thing. I mean, Russian and Ukrainian, I think, are different languages. I might be wrong. Probably. They don't like um, each other. Yeah. <laughs> <They have> friends. <laughs> But yeah, I think North Korea, I feel like they should have their own language. Uh, yeah. You know, they should have done that by now. Yeah. Should be number one on the list. <laughs> they um, just speak Big Latin. Yeah. Big Korean Big Latin. <laughs> um, yeah, this is our first episode of Recording Differently. Um, yeah. Uh, for those distance. who have been listening, uh, we're recording in two different places. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if I go in this closet, it'll be three different places. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. just sitting I, here. I'm in the same spot. New chair. <laughs> new chair. <laughs> I got. I'm mobile now, baby. I got the wheels. Feel good. <laughs> oh. um, all right. So this week is episode 22. Um, this is Devin's mix, mix um, titled "Alt Country Playlist Owns Listeners by Using Facts and Logic." Yeah. So can we start off with like why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a bunch of like uh, like Republican videos on YouTube that are like <laughs> Ben Shapiro owns liberals using facts and logic, just stuff with like clickbaity titles like that. And then every time I hear the word alt country, it makes me think of alt right. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make a clickbait title. For a podcast. And you have to do owns in capital letters. Because <laughs> you see owns. And you're like, oh, I gotta watch somebody get owned. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure when I upload the episode to yeah. do it. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> Maybe even capitalize alt country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> alt owns. And just put liberals in there, too. Yeah. See what happens. Um, yeah, episode. So this is our, this is your fifth one? Uh, sixth sixth wow okay yeah if it's 22 sixth um why alternative country you know we didn't really have uh have much of that going on yet yeah um yeah i just uh it's some it's a kind of music that i really like but it's a very specific style i guess like you know how everybody says like oh i like all music except country yeah like I get it because I don't like country, but I like alt country. <laughs> I guess you know, like now, I don't like the mainstream country stuff. RJ, yes. Where is this like? Because you've mentioned that you like the Brad Paisleys of the world, right? Yes. Does yeah. this like align with your hopes and desires out of country? Um, it is a little different from like the as Devin said, like the mainstream pop country that they have. Um. But it's still in the realm. It's still in the country realm. Mm. But it's not the Brad Paisley, of course. Like, yeah, I don't think you'd hear it on the radio here as much. They virtually said nothing about tractors. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So I get it. Um, it's funny looking up all of these bands and seeing the people who play in them. Yeah. And they don't. I would never guess that that was the person playing the music. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of them seem like they would come from like the punk scene, or, like the hardcore scene. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like visually, they like some of them are super young. Like Justin Towns Earl was super young. Um, yeah, and just like covered in tattoos. Like yeah. not your typical country failure. <laughs> not your typical cowpoke. Is this going to be like a twist? Because I mean, I didn't do research on this part, but are they going to be singing about the Bayou? But they're from like San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think all of these are authentically from Country. the area that they're singing about. Yeah. Unlike yeah. Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think they're all 
They're all pretty authentic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I, I think they all are. I think it's like Tennessee, Tennessee West Virginia, Kentucky, Alabama. Kentucky. That's what it was. Alabama. Yeah. North maybe Carolina. Texas. Okay. okay. I approve. Two, yeah. two North Carolinas. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, any reason for the order of the songs? Um, a little bit. They Ooh. could, they could, I mean, nothing like, nothing big. Just, <laughs> they sounded better in that order. Um, the first song I wanted to keep where it was. And a lot of the, I, I did like ending on the last one, but a lot of the ones in between were kind of, they could, they could have been interchangeable. I was <laughs> moving them around quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know this yet, but there is a weird consistency with the track numbers that you picked. Really? Yes. <laughs> we'll get into it. Yeah. There's a weird consistency. I didn't think that you did it on mm. purpose, but it's there. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wonder what it was because I looked up one of them, or two of them, I think, and I was like, oh, that's the track for it. But I didn't put like it all together because I didn't look at the rest of them. Mm. Yeah. Huh, now I'm intrigued. Go, Devin. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm good at what I do, you know? Yeah. All right. Let's start off with track number one here. Um, we've got Hope the High Road uh, from Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit um, from the album The Nashville Sound. Um, this is track number nine off the album, coming in at three minutes and three seconds. Nashville's in Tennessee, RJ. So that's authentic. <laughs> okay. um, did you know what the 400 Unit means? No. You? <laughs> no. I don't okay. I thought, you, I thought you had some information. No, Isn't like it a, like a precinct or something like that? It's like the 400 unit or something like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe? Uh, I don't no. know. No. <laughs> it's not it. Yeah. No. I don't know. When I hear unit, I think of penis. So. 400 <laughs> dicks. Yeah. Now, if it was Jason Isbell and the 400 units, then yeah, I'd have an answer for you. I know what that is. That's dicks. Like I just uh, joined Slytherin, <laughs> the class of Slytherin or whatever. I don't know. Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Snape. Snape. Uh, Michael Jason Isbell is an American singer-songwriter and guitarist from Green Hill, Alabama. He is known for his solo career, his work with the band The 400 Unit, and as a former member of Drive-By Truckers. Um, Isbell has won four Grammy Awards. Uh, the Nashville Sound, which is the album that this song comes from, is the sixth studio album from him and the third credited with the 400 unit. It was produced by Dave Cobb, who also produced Isbell's previous two records. Um, the album earned Isbell's his first CMA Award nomination. It was nominated for Album of the Year in 2017. Hmm. Um, I would say that Jason Isbell is the most household name on this mix. Maybe yes, kind of, in a way. Like I feel like if you maybe if you just listen to pop country, he might be the only name that stands out. I would say number four if it was the just the solo singer. Mm, yeah, then that would be the most household name, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, why this song? I like the way it started out with, uh, like, started out the playlist. It's a little bit different than a lot of other alt country songs. Mm-hmm. Um, has a different energy to it. Uh, I I love the dude's lyrics and like all of his songs, and he's got a really unique voice. Um, this one with like the full band, it just sounds so full. I like starting out the mix like that. Yeah, there's a ton of Jason Isbell songs that I love. That I wanted to put on here, but this one, uh, I like the energy starting it out. Does the rest of the, like, I guess maybe just the album or his stuff in general sound like this? Some of it does, and then uh, some of it is more like that Whiskey Town vibe, because mm-hmm. Drive-By Truckers was around during, like, have you heard Uncle Tupelo? It's yeah. like the original Wilco. Yeah. So they're the similar style with that and, like, Whiskey Town. Mm-hmm. So they all have that that down tempo vibe to it or like Lucero. And, uh, this, this album has a lot of different songs on it, but they're like his solo stuff is, you know, a a lot less of the band, a lot more of him. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting because I haven't really listened to any of the well, I I guess two of the artists I've listened to before, but never took in a deep dive on. Um and this song in particular, it made me curious because it is heavily Bruce Springsteen influenced. Ooh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, from his voice to just the way that the lyrics are orchestrated to how the band's set up, like cuz it's it's Bruce Springsteen and um what's it? Uh, something or the E Street Band, yeah, the E Street Band, yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's weird because Bruce Springsteen is working class New Jersey. He has made a country album called Nebraska that's really good, yeah. Um, but until listening to this guy, I never thought that the paths crossed. And like this song is heavily bruising. I could see that. Yeah, with like the orchestration of like I feel like there's horns in this song. I know there are on the album at one point, mm-hmm. but I don't maybe not in this song. Yeah. But there's a lot of instruments going on that aren't traditionally like country instruments, you know. Yeah, which I think plays to like more of the like term Americana music. Yeah, or like mm-hmm. roots music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Brandy Carlisle got an award for best roots album mm. and she was also nominated for best americana album and it's like well what's what's the definition of those where, <laughs> where are they different yeah. you know yeah. yeah alt country i know they have nothing to do with each other but when i hear alt country i think of like kraut rock just because of the name <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i know they have nothing to do with each other but... no they're pretty similar <laughs> uh, talking like craft work yeah, yeah. <laughs> um rj Yes. How do you feel towards this song? So literally in my notes, uh, I'll try to hold it back a little bit, but it says, you know, the name of the artist, the name of the song, my rating, and then it just says Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, literally, I was just like, you know, I just want to cheer for America. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that, that's all my notes for it. It was a cool like uh, the intro track. I was like, it works. Um, yeah. I just like the feel of it. It, it got me going. Like yeah. kind of, just, I feel it. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. It this does have song, that energy to it. Yeah. Because yeah. of that energy, I can picture the song on the radio. Which I, yeah. don't, I don't know if that's the goal with Alt Country, to be like, it's not radio friendly, but... <laughs> yeah. His stuff has shown up in a lot of TV shows that I've seen lately. Hmm. Um, some of the slower songs. Like in like an episode of bones or something i was gonna say bones because bones I, I has feel a, like it was bones yeah. I, I know i say that every time but i feel like this one was really bones it was bony it yeah. was pretty bony yeah <laughs> maybe there's bone in it was a love song it's good yeah it took me uh not a couple of times to get into the song but the first time the first couple of times that i listened to it i was just thinking i my mind went to bruce springsteen every time and it even went to what's his face from Gaslight Anthem because he has obviously from being new, from New Jersey as well, like heavily Bruce Springsteen with the way he does his voice. Yeah, and I saw a lot of similarities between. Gaslight I could and, see that. Yeah, yeah, the Gaslight and them cross. I never thought of the Bruce Springsteen thing before. Yeah, but I think that's. I think it's only really with this song, maybe a couple other ones on mm-hmm. various albums. Um, but yeah, this one is kind of a standout. I think it's the opening track of the album oh, okay uh it's track number nine this one is okay <laughs> oh, maybe, what am i thinking of the opening song then uh I don't yeah because the opening song is uh yeah that one's got a little bit more energy too there's like a few scattered out scattered around on there that have that same intensity and just drive throughout it and then it's kind of toned down throughout so i don't know track number one is called last of my kind yeah that's the one that one that one totally sounds like a bruce springsteen song (laughs) you bring that up more so i don't know if this affects like you know the overall scourge the feelings of this sounds like but i know okay okay. (laughs) mike you can that's up to you. you you might be able to like agree with this because i heard it and i was like all right i feel like the music i hear it and everything then Bruce Springsteen pops in my head, and then I just kind of zone out on the lyrics. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, this sounds uh-huh. like him. Oh, we're on song two already. And yeah. that's that's what I have for my notes. It's like, I didn't pay much attention to it besides, like, oh, it sounds like somebody else. Came and went. Yeah. 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 So I was just like, it's a cool intro, but I didn't, like, it didn't grab me. Okay. Like, the other songs did. Well, it, it does, unfortunately, it does suffer from, I really want to get to track two. 
Okay. Because mm-hmm. even though I like it, I like the song. I think it's a good song. But as the opener song, I'm not like really jamming out to it because I just want to get the the second song because I think that's where like the mix really picks up. Yeah, we okay. get your pussy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get on to track number two. We've got Ain't Waiting from Justin Towns. Ain't Waiting. <laughs> um, from Harlem Rover Blues? River Blues? River Blues. Harlem River yeah. Blues. Um, which is also track number nine off of the album. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So first two tracks are track nine. Okay. Uh, this one's a crisp two minutes and 16 seconds. Yeah, it's um, shorty. Yeah, I wish I had another 45 seconds on it because I like yeah. it so much. Uh, Justin Towns Earl uh, was an American singer-songwriter and musician. After his debut EP Yuma in 2007, he released eight full-length albums. Um, I was surprised from like a dude who I'd never heard of before looking up to see how many albums he has. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's... Th- put out a ton of stuff all different styles he does some great live videos um he's been around like in the music scene for so long because of his dad yeah yeah Yeah, his dad i have heard of before steve earl yeah um from uh uh, he was like have you seen pictures of him young no oh Mm mm-hmm I've seen a lot of like country documentaries and him for his songwriting, especially I think it's in like the early eighties um, is when like his songwriting really started to get some notoriety. Um, but to me, he, he looks like a, a heartthrob. Uh, really? Yeah. Compared to now, like when it's you like see a, him now, he oh, just looks yeah. like an old wizard. You know? <laughs> Sick. Um, As but, he should, but him young looks like a metalhead. Like he has long black hair, um and huh. he, he's like good looking too um weird yeah. but he's in his dad's in like a bunch of country documentaries because he like i don't know if he's in the same breath as um oh crap i just had his name who just passed away um a year or two oh, ago. john prine yes he's yes. like often mentioned after john prine because john yeah. Prine's like a little before him um but his songwriting super interesting yeah, yeah. Um, I think he is. I haven't heard too much Steve Earle, um, but he, like he's just in the background of that whole conversation, I guess. Yeah, of all those big country stars. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know too much about him. Um, so Harlem River Blues uh, is Justin Towns Earle's third studio album, released in 2010. Um, so I obviously because I hadn't really heard of him before, um, we had something unfortunate happen to him pretty recently. Yeah. Um, so he died August 20th, 2020 in Nashville, Tennessee at the age of 38. Uh, his death was announced by his label on social media in August 23rd. Um, it's, it was decided, um, just a couple of days ago from when we recorded this, um, yeah. December 1st, um, it was accidental overdose on fentanyl laced cocaine. Yeah. Um, which is pretty sad. Yeah. This happened to everybody. Yeah. Super yeah. Young. He was in and out of sobriety for his whole life. Mm. I think he started using drugs when he was like 14 because mm-hmm. he'd be backstage at his dad's shows or something. Mm. And he just struggled with it for a long time. Yeah. Is that the video you showed me? Side note. You showed me a video and you're like, this guy just recently died. And I'm like, oh, it sucks. Maybe. He was just playing. He was, he was just, okay. <laughs> a lot of videos. people die. Uh, he no, was, that was Prince. He would, no, he was sitting like on top <laughs> oh, of a building. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was just playing the guitar like on top of a roof. And you're uh, like, this guy just died. Maybe. Hmm, you play me. I think he was. Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was playing that on top of a roof. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, now he did. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, super sad. They said it takes like three salt sized granules of fentanyl to kill you. That's crazy. Yeah. So when they mix it in to like make it more powerful in the Coke, they take like I think one that's how Mac Miller died. That's how everybody's died. Yeah, like, I looked it up and I'm like, that's the same concoction. Tom Petty, I think, died the same way. Uh, yeah. Maybe Prince also. Yeah. Uh, but they might have been taken fentanyl. Because I know both of them, yeah, 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 I know both of them were uh, doing coke and then doing drinking opiates, not coke. But mm. in this case, he was just doing coke and drinking, and they found cocaine and alcohol in the system, and then he overdosed on fentanyl. So it's like you had four little granules of fentanyl in there. Yeah, you were just trying to do some coke. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it yeah. Uh, but I love this song. 
Really? Um, yeah, I, I, it has such a specific sound to it. I would say out of also out of the whole mix, it has the most specific sound to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, when I think of like alt country, obviously my mind first goes to Sturgill because he's the guy who I like the most. Yeah, and it's because I can't imagine like most of Sturgill stuff playing on the radio. Yeah, um, and that goes for this song. Yeah, but it has such a great sound to it. Did you ever check out any of his other stuff? No, I want to. Yeah, it, uh, he's got a lot of different songs. Harlem River Blues is a great album. Midnight at the Movies, I think, is my favorite. Mm. It's a little bit slower, mm-hmm. but it's so good. And it, yeah, it has that thing about it that it sounds just authentically American, yeah. the way Sturgill's does. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't sound like country music. Like Sturgill put out this thing recently like an old press release talking about how he doesn't want to be limited by the country genre. He's like, I just want to make music. Yeah. And then he came out with the sound and fury shit and a fucking anime. Yeah. You know, like (laughs) this isn't limited by country music. Like this song and everything else that he does is it's great. It's good. Yeah. Uh, why'd you choose this song? This one always stuck out as like, if I wanted to introduce somebody to Justin Towns Earl, mm-hmm. I would play this song. Mm-hmm. And then if you like his vibe, if you're into like a lot of it more is more the Wilco route, I would say mm-hmm. like it feels like that. And if you like that vibe, then check out these other albums or check out Harlem river blues. Like that on its own is a great album. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it always seems like a good intro to him. Hmm. Uh, RJ. Yes. Thoughts. So, from the first one to the second song, I got into a weird, who does this now sound like? <laughs> and that kind of drove me crazy listening to the song. This song's a great song. I enjoyed it. I love the, the the flow. I just like the feel of it. But literally in the back of my mind, I'm like, mm, this sounds like somebody else too. And that kept on bothering me. Yeah. Um, I like the song. Like if you're like, hey, would you listen to this again? Would you want to listen to more stuff? By I'm like, yes, that's an easy yes. But who does that sound like? I literally picture somebody from like the fifties with their slick back hair, and it's just like that that it sound, feel. Like, and I was like, I like that. Yeah, yeah. like classic real country. Yeah, and I was like, just like, like outlaw country. I want more, mm-hmm. but who does it sound like? That, that kept on popping in my head. Okay. So that's the only downside, which is not even a downside of it. It yeah, was a good just, song. It's just your fucking brain. Over. <laughs> and then next thing I know, I'm like, oh, song three. <laughs> yeah. It is a short one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, I do wish it was longer, like a longer bridge or something. But it's just got that standard. I think it just has a standard country uh, structure to it. You know, yeah. Just well, the, the, the music a- was great. Yeah. Yeah, it has a that that country bop to it. Yes, that's the bop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it, RJ. I think you would like Midnight at the Movies as an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you didn't like this song, I think you would, personally would like that album. It's a good, it was a good song. Yeah, yeah, and his yeah. voice is weird. Like, yeah, it's, it's not. It's similar to like a Sturgill because it's not standard at all. Yeah, um, I don't even know who to compare his voice to because it's not quite weird and low, but and it's not high at all, and it's kind of like deadpan, kind of. Yeah, but. there it's there's something like all these like alt country guys that have like struggled with substance abuse. There's something that I could pick up on about like pain in their voice or mm-hmm. like just drug abuse, and his has that same thing. As Wilco and Jason Isbell also, you know, had his substance abuse issues. But there's something, especially in this guy's, where in like not even in his lyrics, but just the way he sings stuff, it sounds like like you feel it more, right? You know, yeah. yeah. All right, so moving on to track number three, we've got "Feathered Indians" from Tyler Childers off of the album "Purgatory." Um, so this is track number two off that album. Track number three on the mix. Coming in at 3 minutes and 45 seconds. Um, so Timothy Tyler Childers, American singer-songwriter. His music is a mix of country, bluegrass, and folk. He re- released his breakthrough album Purgatory in August 2017. Childers released his surprise fourth and most recent LP, Long Violent History, via his own Hickman Holer Records this past September 2020. Um, Purgatory is his second studio album, 
Um, it was released in 2017. Uh, in January 2020, I thought this was interesting. This is what he said. Uh, he maintained his position on Americana during an interview with World Cafe. He says, Everybody always talks about the state of country music and puts down commercial country and says something's got to be done. And we need to be elevating artists that are doing more traditional country. But then we're not calling those artists country artists. They're getting put into this Americana thing. It is what it is, and I don't really know how to define what Americana is. We're our own thing. It's a new time, and I don't know what it's called, but I've been calling it country, you know? I think a lot of times it's kind of become just a costume. Hmm. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Because he's relatively new, I guess, on the scene yeah. of country music. Um, I'd only heard him via – I think I'd heard him via Sturgill, and then when his last album came out, you you were talking about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, why – because you really like him, right? Yeah. 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 What yeah. resonates with him with you? Um, well, he's a ginger, <laughs> and that's basically it. I don't even know this song. No, his his songwriting really like. Um, he has like a he has this uh, acoustic album that he put out live at Red Barn Radio that I just I just listened to nonstop, and uh, this one is a more like studio produced song. I love the lyrics on this one. I think for a lot of the alt country stuff, like it, I pay attention to the lyrics a lot more. But I like his melodies. Also, I like uh, the non traditional, like playing around with the verse and chorus structure that he does in a lot of the songs. Um, yeah, this one, I think I just I really like the lyrics on most of it, and it seemed more palatable than yeah. like a live acoustic one to throw in the middle. Well, I and guess- I wanted to put him on there because I feel like. He is and he will be important in all the country or Americana roots music. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's interesting about the stuff that I've heard of him before, this doesn't sound like that stuff. Um, and I think you're right that it's more palatable. It almost has like a more f- radio-friendly pop vibe to it, even though it's not. Yeah. Um, but it definitely uh, – it the degree from – pop country to alt country it's not that far off that makes sense yeah yeah the studio albums are a little bit softer Mm -hmm. in feel and then well not all of them then he came out with uh i forgot the name of it one of the newer ones that was a little bit different like had harsher edges to it i guess and then this newest one he came out with a few months ago is just an old time fiddle album uh like fiddle country it's it's great. I didn't know that's what it was going to be. And then the final song has lyrics and brings it all together. And that album is great. Like, yeah, that's worth listening to that really. Like it takes you back to a time that you never lived in. You know, it's great. Um, RJ, have you been forced to listen to Tyler Childers (laughs) in your household? I'm sure Devin's played it in the past. (laughs) He just, and it phases me out at this point. <laughs> Devin's like, check this out. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, but like this song in general, I, I'm sure I've heard it. I don't recall. But just listening to it for the first time, if you will, it was a fantastic song. Uh, I, I absolutely loved it. Oh, yeah. All right. Would you listen to anything else by him? I did do. I kind of looked at him and I'm like, that's not the same. Oh, his other little, songs? Yeah, I was like, okay. I, I was like, it's kind of, you know, I, I just push play on the, the top listen songs. And I uh, kind of compared it to this one. And I was like, I, I, I don't feel the same. But it was a quick listen. I didn't put much effort into it at all. Yeah. But just the song in general, like, I, just that simple, just like that, the bass line, dude, 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 dude. And I was like, I love that. I loved how it, put, it was put all together. I love the lyrics of it. I, I, I loved everything about it. Yeah, right. it's interesting because I feel like this mix can be for two separate people. It's either for, well, what I think that this mix is for listening to it is the intention can be for two separate people, but I think the product is for one person, which is like, oh, you like country, here's alt country, versus you can make the same mixtape that is, oh, you don't like country, here's alt country. Yeah. And that- I feel 
feel like a lot of these songs, the majority of the songs on this mix are for the person who already likes country. And it's like, hey, there's some different country out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they would be a similar mix, though. If there was somebody that said they don't like country. I think they'd be similar artists, just weird yeah. songs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it also does depend on the person. I had a list of like 30 different songs that I wanted to put on here. Yeah. And some of them... I think I did go with the most mellow um, introductory group of songs for the most part. Yeah, yeah I don't know. If somebody came up to me, like, in a, if I was not a fan of country, and they're like, listen to this, I would probably still enjoy it. I'd be like, I like some of those songs on there. Yeah. I might be a country fan. Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exclamation yeah. point. Hashtag. But I mean, but again, you're. Uh, it seems like your uh, natural inclination is to like enjoy. I don't know. It's not like Devin gets really weird with his palate, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't think that you get as weird as Devin's palate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cool background music yeah. or cool. I can yeah. actually listen to this. And it, it's one of those where I don't hate it. I enjoy it. It was fun. That oral sex playlist yeah. that I made was the tamest version possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was songs by Hella on there that was just noise. <laughs> like, yeah. It would yeah. go from that to blink and then I'd be like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot what mix it was. Uh oh, the nightmare one. Yeah. I was listening to it and I was like, this is a playlist I would make. <laughs> like this there's nothing wrong with it for me. Like all the it flows well, you know? <laughs> like the only thing is like, I just wouldn't have Metallica, Metallica. There. <laughs> and I, I hate Nelly, but like, fine, that could be on there. That fits the theme of my playlist. Oh, you're bringing back these emotions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're still in the nightmare. Yeah, I'm still in the nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this song suffers the same thing that track one does, which I'm just, I'm just waiting to get to whiskey town. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Cause again, like, yeah, okay. So track number four off the mix is Excuse Me While I Break My Own Heart Tonight from Whiskey Town. Uh, it's track number two off of their album, track number four on the mixtape, coming in at three minutes and 14 seconds. Uh, Whiskey Town was an American rock alternative country band formed in 1994 out of uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, fronted by Ryan Adams. The group included members Caitlin Carey, Phil Wenshire, Eric Skillet Gilmore, and Mike Daly. They disbanded in 2000 with Adams leaving to pursue a solo career. Uh, Whiskey Town gradually expanded its sound outside the confines of alternative country while still maintaining its alternative roots. Uh, the band released three albums. Uh, no two albums shared a consistent lineup. Um, Stranger's Almanac is the second studio album, which is what this song comes from. Um, from this from whiskey town uh the album was reissued as a deluxe edition uh with some bonus tracks in 2008 um so whiskey town well ryan adams it's interesting when you hear these people because for me like i hear ryan adams and then i go backwards if that makes sense um like what's his phrase from wilco um yeah uh, like a lot of the times you'll hear the name and then you'll go backwards to like find the other bands that they were in. Yeah. And Ryan Adams and whiskey town is one of those. And I just, I just, from what I've heard of whiskey town, which I've only heard maybe, uh, now two albums. Cause I don't think I heard anything from this album. I just love, Oh, just this like is it. the best album. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you heard faithless street and then the one with the hand on it that I yes. can't remember the name of the one with the hand. The one with the hand is a good album. Yeah. It's great. But Stranger's Almanac is like the album. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've heard anything from it. And I just I just like Whiskey Town. Yeah. <laughs> Love Whiskey Town. Yeah. I want to go to Whiskey Town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why'd you choose this song out of all their songs? I thought this one felt the best in this place. Um, another song, I was going to choose Jacksonville Skyline mm. from Pneumonia, the, one, the hand album. Mm-hmm. Or um, everything I do, but everything I do is a a sim. It's similar in feel, but it's a lot slower. Yeah, like it would go. It would go best at the end, and I wanted to put the song that I have at the end on the end. Like I wanted to keep that one there, um, and I love this song. 
Yeah. And then when I remembered that I have the option to put this song on there, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, this is one of my favorite Whiskey Town songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, lyrically, um, musically, like, it just has a good feel to it. It has, like, a kind of like a, a, a raw, like, rock feel, like a garage rock feel to it. Kind in of. some parts. Um, do you yeah. know, does anyone in particular do that vocal um, part on here? Oh, sounds like Tom Petty, right? Yeah. That's, um, oh, fuck, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, he's a, cause I tried looking it up and I was like, it's not Tom Petty. Like who no, is doing this? It's a country <laughs> singer. He has his own, um, mm. his own stuff. He had a Spanish name. Mm. Yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. He's good. The, the Miss, Mr. Chippetown is all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck. What's his name? Yeah. I'll look it up. I'll, this, I'll get back to you. This song reminds me of a very specific song, um, which is a Traveling Wilbury song, which I, I've never compared Whiskey Town to them, but I can see some comparisons. But they have a song called Handle With Care um, that Jenny Lewis does a cover with it that Elvis Costello sings on. Oh! Yeah, and it is fucking fantastic. But this song reminds me, I would put Whiskey Town, and obviously I think Jenny Lewis would say that she's influenced from Whiskey Town. But like, I, I think, I like, I don't know what Jenny Lewis is considered, but I like that side of things. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a tough question. Yeah. I've never heard her solo stuff. Ooh, um, you would love, uh, is it more like Roots style? Yes. Uh, you would really... Acid Tongues is really interesting, that album. Uh, Rabbit Fur Coat is, I think people generally consider that her best one. Um, her last one, I think it was like 2017 or something when that one came out. That one's pretty good. But Acid Tongues, I think you would find really interesting. Hmm. Uh, she does a lot more musically. She sets out of uh, the the folk country uh, okay. standards. Ooh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm looking for more like... I guess they call it like freak folk, mm, like yeah. uh, Joanna Newsom, Regina yeah. Spector. I would say the Acid Tongues, that Jenny Lewis album was like that. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I'm all in. I found the guy's name, Alejandro Escovedo. Mm. He's a he's a solo artist. He does played in various rock genres, including punk rock, roots rock, and alternative country, um, closely associated with the music scene in Austin, Texas. But he's, um, let's see. I know they're big bands, but he he's like a alt country guy. Yeah. Whose albums I've never listened to, but I see his name all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I love his voice because it's it's literally in between Tom Petty and Elvis Costello. It is. Voice. Yeah. 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 It sounded like an untrained Tom Petty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. RJ, do you like Whiskey Town? <laughs> so you want to go on down to whiskey town you guys are gonna love my notes okay um i love the song yeah good song okay but oh the lyrics say or my not the lyrics uh, my notes say great song could have done without the tom petty part okay. <laughs> did you think it was tom petty i knew it wasn't because it, it sounds different but uh okay but i was like this guy sounds like i think i did a who does this sound like for the whole album or for the whole mix <laughs> First few times I heard it, I was like, this could be Tom Petty. I was just like, I know I love the song. And then he comes in and I'm like, ah, where'd the other guy go? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I missed the other guy. I love the just, I was like, I love that. It was fun. But who's this new guy I have to deal with? I love it. Cause that's the thing. The traveling Woolberries do that a ton in their stuff. Just change because, it up. Yeah. Cause they, I mean, you've got Roy Orbison, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Right, so you've got these yeah. four different types of vocal arrangements that they'll do. Mm -hmm. uh, so I love that when they do that. So as soon as that part kicked in, I was like, "Ugh, <laughs> yeah, this is for me." <laughs> so even mentioning just that in general, I know with even the I think it was the ASAP Rock part where Mike, you were just like, "I want the change of the beat. I want the different yeah. rapper. I want the Wu Tang to come in. Like we're just changing up." <laughs> yeah. I think it's just, you know, me, I was just like, I just stay the same. <laughs> Don't change on me. <laughs> you do you, buddy. <laughs> like, you broke yeah. my heart by changing. I don't know. That seems to be my a thing with... <laughs> yeah. Country. It seems to be a thing with country music. <laughs> country. Country. That's, country. That's real country. <laughs> but it seems to be a thing in country music, like bringing in a guest 
singer, yeah. you know, like uh, just sing the bridge or sing a verse or, you know, do a duet. Like Dolly Parton could be somewhere in here. Yeah, or like Johnny Cash and uh, fucking person, the yeah. lady. <laughs> I forgot her name. Dewey Cox and his future wife. The yeah, the most iconic duet of all time. <laughs> but yeah, it seems to be a thing in country music where they bring in like like you don't hear that in like rap. Oh, you sorry, you hear that in rap as well. I was gonna say Dude, rock music. So white. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear that in. You know, the urban sounds, <laughs> the boop, chop, boop, 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 boop. Uh, but you don't hear that in rock too much. Yeah. Like the Evanescence song, I guess, brought in some <laughs> dude. Okay. So you do see that in rock and it's weird because it'll be like Evanescence featuring Ozzy Osbourne yeah. or like Slash and you're like, well, okay, that's cool. He's yeah. He just goes, solo. yeah, <laughs> in the background. I'm like, all right, part. I guess it's a, you know. Yeah, duet. but you don't see it that much. No, and like no. these countries the albums, like even pop country songs, like yeah. they have those all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like well, featuring that, this guy, especially in country music. That industry is predicated on like collaborating with people because yeah. like, other people write songs for people, other people write the music for people. Yeah, so I think it's just kind of like built into that system. Yeah, it will. It, that's what I was going to say. It's similar to rap in the sense that you know you have this like this new artist that is a guy with two first names, like Dustin Allen or something. That's not the country guy's name. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I've never heard of him before, but Toby Keith yeah. is featuring on this track. That's on the radio. <laughs> like, well, I'm going to listen to Dustin Allen now. I'm like now I'm a Dustin Allen fan. <laughs> you know, they do that with rap too, though. It's like it, like a song that you'll hear with like little John on it. Be like, Oh yeah, that's that little John song. Be like, yeah. no, that's BB cray cray. I'm like, oh, I've never heard of BB Cray Cray. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, now you do because yeah. Little John's on it. Yeah, it's, it was it's, a great song. It's funny that you say that that way, RJ, because like those. Now that I think about it more, those are some of my favorite songs. <laughs> like, Killing the Dream has songs mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Straight has songs like that. Like, I love it when you get like the dude from Ruiner who's on the song. You know, yeah. Like, I just I love that kind of stuff. Oh, you do. Kind of changes it up. I I get that, yeah. but. I, it, like it was a great song. Like if you would have made him sing the rest of the way, it would be like an easy five out of five just for the song. I think RJ is just bitter because Blink One Eight Two got cucked by Alkaline Trio. <laughs> True. <laughs> Matt Skiba just came in and be like, "I'm your new dad." <laughs> yeah, I hate him for that. It's like I don't like guest vocals on anything. <laughs> he stayed. Uh, he stayed for you, dinner. <laughs> oh, how mad would you be, RJ, if you saw a new Blink song that was Blink One Eight Two featuring Tom DeLonge? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I, I I mean I might listen to a second of it, but I'm mad. I, just, I don't want to listen to this. It brings back feelings. Oh, it'd be so great. They're just doing dueling vocals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, because they hate each other, right? Uh, I can literally see it. You know, uh, Mike. I don't know if you've heard it, Devin, but uh, the Boxcar Racer, the last song on the album, Elevator. Uh-huh. Where it kind of goes back and mm-hmm. forth between Mark and Tom, yeah. But Tom's like literally in a different like state because he's like, I don't want to be in the same room as Mark, but I'll do this audio. Sick. That's great. aliens. Uh, it's about aliens. Yeah. Just um, busy chasing the mufos. <laughs> um, all right. So finishing off the mixtape, we got track number five here, uh, which is called "The Wolves" from Mandolin Orange off of Tides of a Teardrop. Um, this is track number two off of that album, coming in at four minutes and five seconds. Um, so Devin, the first two songs on here are track number nine off their albums. And the last three songs are all track number two off of their albums. Okay. (laughs) I didn't think that. I thought it was going to be like, oh, you picked the first song and then the third song and the fifth song. (laughs) I think I looked up like the first couple of them and they were all track nine. I'm like, oh, I'm sensing a theme. So I thought that was a theme. Yeah. Ah, no, I'm not that deep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Um, so Mandolin Orange is an Americana folk duo based in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. The group was formed in 2009 uh, and consists of the group's songwriter, Andrew Marlin, uh, and Emily France. Uh, Mandolin Orange has produced six albums of Marlin's original works of American roots music. In the last three years, the group has toured through the U.S. and Europe, including appearances at Austin City Limits, South by Southwest, Edmonton, Telluride, Newport, 
uh, Merlefest, everything. Um, Tides of a Teardrop is their sixth album. It was released in 2019. Mm. Um, so this is the only uh, song on here that I have an issue with. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's because I listened to it multiple times, right? And then mm. I listened to this album, Tides of a Teardrop. Mm. And I would, the it, this is the, the gray line for me that I'm like, this is not all country. Yeah. Right? Uh, the rest of the album, right? <laughs> yeah. This one could fit in there, I would say. It's just a different style, slightly. Yeah. It's so weird. Well, it's not weird. It's so different from the other four songs, and yeah. it's at the end. And yeah, f- and they're a duo. Mm. So like, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot behind it, and like, you could be a duo and still sound like alt country, but like, there's something about them that sounds folk to me. <laughs> so yeah, like, does this does, does this count? But it has a mandolin. <laughs> That's pretty bluegrass. Yeah, you could do that in folk, no. though. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like folk music was born out of country music, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's just there's the weird fine line of like how stickler are people going to be as like, is this an alt country? This is technically alt country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. How'd you stumble upon these guys? Um, I think it was like an autoplay thing or saw them on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they did a tiny desk concert and, uh, this song is the one that I've heard the most and I've gone through their album and it's, it's fine. Yeah. I don't like a lot of their other stuff, but it's easy listening. It is. Yeah. yeah it goes along with the theme of this song, which I'm like, Oh, this song should be at the end. And then you said it was number two. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what are we doing here? Come on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I found them in like on YouTube or something and they just popped up on autoplay and I was like, damn, I like this song. It's yeah. real nice and mellow. I was listening to it at night, you know, windows yeah. down, windows down. Yeah. <laughs> Garage yeah. door open <laughs> Yeah, because it has the sound that it has and it is kind of mellow. I don't know. RJ, how do you feel about being it being at the end? Uh, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. I, I I think it was just a nice like you know what's the story that we oh, like I'm, right. you I'm, want I'm, to be put to bed. That's yeah, I'm yeah, tucked yeah. in, <laughs> and I'm like, this is nice. I got my warm milk that Devin's like, here's to, your warm milk. I was trying to lay you down nicely. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the party to stop. I want the end, the last track to just be like cocaine. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, just raging. Oh, I mean, there's literally a song called Cocaine that I could have put on there <laughs> by Eric Clapton. Not Eric Clapton. Uh-uh. Old Crow Medicine Show. You should have thrown that on here. Just for yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed it. Um, I, I the song in general, I think it was it was a great song. Uh, I love the duet between both of them too, the guy and the girl. Yeah, I think they did a great job. I liked it. I was like, I'm intrigued to see what else they could do, possibly. But mm, I wouldn't. Well, <laughs> well, listening to it, I thought, and you can say if I'm right or not, RJ. I thought that this would have been your favorite song. Uh, no, it is not. Oh. But it is. It's one of my top three. Okay. I, I love. I mean, there's the, only five, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's in my top seven. Uh, the for last sure. The last three songs made this mix for me. I love the last three. Oh, yeah. oh, last three. Yes. Okay, yeah. Oh, interesting. So song two mm-hmm. wasn't big for you compared to the other three. Fifties guy. It's in your top five. <laughs> yeah, it's in my top got five. It, got it. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I would have thought that this would have been your favorite song because it's like, it's I not, yeah. Cause it does kind of have like a mellowish feel to it. Yeah. I thought this would have been RJ's favorite song. Okay. So this one was kind of on there for RJ. Like it, you know, <laughs> thanks. Dad. There's, I consider both of you guys whenever I make a mix and sometimes I just throw in songs, you know, for one for me. Yeah. You're not you selfish know. like me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the first song I thought would catch Mike's attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the second song, w- I knew RJ probably had heard it before, but he probably wouldn't remember it. So it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> true. <laughs> I thought, Mike, you would like that one too. The last song was definitely like RJ's Lane. 
going, you know, laying down smooth. You just, yeah. just going, going, <laughs> like night, if, going night night. If the female singer came in on the fourth song, that would have made the fourth song that much better too. Oh, instead of the Tom, Tom Petty? Petty yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should do a Tom Petty mix. See, yeah, yeah. maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have opened this mix with Whiskey Town. And I don't know okay. if that's because it's my favorite song on the okay. mix. Um, but I think that that song is the out of all the songs is the best representation of all country. <laughs> I think, yeah, like, I, I don't agree. know what that means, but <laughs> it is. But when you when you get down to that lens, you only have like four bands, yeah. <laughs> to choose from. Like you have Whiskey Town, you have Uncle Tupelo, Drive By Truckers, and the Jayhawks, yeah, and that's it. Like. They, I mean, Lucero kind of fits in there, mm. but then they're they have some more like rock vibes to them, where you're like, this isn't country, like this is just something else, yeah. you know. Um, I I was thinking about putting the Whiskey Town one at the beginning because it is kind of the first of that style that came out. Like they were kind of the they were one of the originators of it yeah. during that first wave, so it would have been fitting to put them at the beginning and then kind of be like, this is what else people have done with that since then yeah but yeah there's not too much out there that is doing like original alt country anymore it's just become like an umbrella term for roots rock and americana and i guess folk music <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well you know who i've i've tried listening to him multiple times and i just there's some type of weird divide with father john misty with me that oh. like i can't bridge and he really i don't know what of alt country he like what box he goes into but he's like a prominent figure in alt country i would see i would see him as folk oh really yeah interesting um especially or folk and indie in a way because he has these like country (laughs) (laughs) i mean it all comes back to alt country (laughs) yeah because he has like yeah i guess because like maybe like a it's more storytelling. I, yeah, because like a grizzly bear or something might be close to Father John Misty or something. Yeah. I mean, he. I guess I so, uh, closely associate him with Fleet Foxes. Right. Which is pure folk with indie sensibilities, I guess. See, I don't even know what to call Fleet Foxes. I don't either. Because they're because, so heavily influenced from Simon and Garfunkel. And yeah. Like, they're like very early folk. That's Which, why I want to call it folk, but yeah. like, there's something different about it. There's something like a uh, big band about it, mm, you know, yeah. like something deeper, I guess. But I associate John Misty with that, and I kind of can't break away from that folk aspect of it. Yeah. But I love his stuff. One of his albums he came out with, I think I Love You, Honey Bear, was awesome. Mm. Ooh, yeah. forgot about him. Um, all right. Well, RJ. Yes. What are your thoughts as this as a whole? Did you have a good time listening to it? Did you have a good two weeks? <laughs> um, <laughs> besides, like, you know, the, the first one and two songs of the mix and me just trying <laughs> to comprehend of who they sound like. And partially, you know, just, you know, Tom Petty decided to do it like a, a guest appearance. <laughs> I I absolutely love, I, I enjoyed this I enjoy this mix a lot. Uh, those are the probably the only downfalls of it. Um, I did enjoy the just the order of it itself as well. Um, oh, okay, yeah. The first two I could be like, eh, cool, you're there. I don't hate you, but you're there. And then the last three, it kind of just I I I love the last three. I, I was okay. I, I enjoyed them a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what other mix we've done that that is like. So this mix, I can not pay attention to it and enjoy it, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Like I, I agree. Can, like it can just be like in the background. And I'm not like working too hard to like pay attention to like what's happening in it. Yeah. But, like I'm just enjoyed that it's on. Yeah. This it's is my nice. welding music. This oh, is what yeah. I put on when I'm just like in the garage, just welding random shit. I'm not listening to it, mm-hmm. but it's on in the background. This or John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See the first two tracks. Or actually, I felt that. Carly Rae Jepsen is great welding music. <laughs> <laughs> but the la- the last three, I feel that with the first two. But the last three, I actually paid attention to. Okay, and I enjoyed those. Hmm. You know, I have a I have a toddler, 
right? Yeah. And we were watching a movie. And did you know that John Mayer has a song on Cars? No. no. <laughs> Do I need oh, to download oh, the car no. soundtrack? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna watch that movie tonight. Well, that's, where, you, hell, yeah. that's where Life as a Highway originates from. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Wait, no, did it originate from there? The Rascal Flatts song? Yeah, because somebody did it before them. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, it is a cover. Never mind, you're right. I think they, I think they did. Anyways, I don't, I'm not, I'm not too. You know, di- cars can't actually talk. What? Yeah, <laughs> mine talks to me all the time. What, what's one of them? The get her done. I plug guys? my phone in and it starts talking to me. Yeah, I think that that's a Tom Cochran song, maybe. Um, yeah, you're right on that. But uh, yeah, John Mayer does a. I think it's a cover of a song called Route 66. Uh, oh. I was. We were watching it and that came on. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and you loved it, didn't you? No, I hate cars. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to watch the movies. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. Dustin keeps on telling me I need to watch it because it's like such a good movie. I was like, it's good because no. you have a kid. No, you have to good. watch it. It's I was not like, good. I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> but I did watch Onward the other night. Oh, yeah. That's all right. That was a good-ass movie. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's like Pixar. Great twist for an ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Like cool story. Yeah, you it's know. fine. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. True. It was fine. It shouldn't win an Academy Award. Like it wasn't all. great. But there is a there is a kids movie that's popped on the Netflix a couple weeks ago that's called Over the Moon that is fantastic. Really, and it's not a Disney movie. It's actually made by a dude named Glenn Keane who uh, worked for Disney going back to Fox and the Hound. And Fox and the Hound is my favorite Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like you like sat up straight when you said that. Yeah, no, I, it just struck a chord with me. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So let's. Fox's name is Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So let's rate this. All right. It's. I mean, it's I Todd go first. and Copper, right? Yeah, that was it. Right. Copper. <laughs> yeah. Copper. Oh, I'm a so ham that was, dog. <laughs> it was animated, right? Yeah, okay. yes, I remember. Yeah, I remember, like, what is actual it? fox and a hound? <laughs> Hounds hunt foxes. The, the homeward bound. I remember that. Yeah, that was real. Yeah, those were real animals. Yeah, Milo okay. Notice. Yeah, you know they used like Ooh. sixteen different versions of Milo Notice to film that movie because they kept on dying when they went Aww, like the air sucks. balloon. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. They, they terrible. Killed the animals. There's it like, wasn't like. A timeline scenes. thing. Yeah, there's like scenes where they're just like throwing animals off a cliff. Yeah. And it's what? bad. Just to get yeah. the shot. Yeah. Then like, That's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> you remember Syphil and Ollie? That, those were socks. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Sock puppets. <laughs> that, that was fine. Yeah. No, That's dirty fine. laundry day. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. They'll survive. <laughs> that was a cum sock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I can go first and rate it myself, and I'm going to say yeah. six out of five. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. uh, I'm going to go four out of five. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is only because I think I would have given it a four and a half out of five if, like, I would have given it a five out of five if Sturgill replaced Mandolin. The okay. Band. Yeah. Like if Sturgill would have replaced that, I would have just give me a five out of five. <laughs> uh, I was okay. I was thinking about doing that, but then yeah. you know the part of me takes over where I'm like, oh, I want to show people new music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the only reason I'm giving it a four out of five is because that band is maybe debatable. Okay, for me, that's it. All right, but it's right. not like I don't like them. I listened to that album. I like the album. Yeah, it's it's nice and mellow. Yeah. It's just not like I was. You don't want to get into it. Yeah, I was cooking pork hamburgers oh yeah. Mm. oh yeah i don't know if it's still called a hamburger or if it's pork it's a pork burger pork burger there it's a pig pig burger barbecue with some caramelized onions on it and i was just cooking away Ooh. i'm hungry now <gasps> did you get the traeger no not yet oh no let me know if you do because <laughs> i need to know so much about that <laughs> i got questions uh rj all right so rating mm-hmm. um if not i paid raping and not I'm not raping. raping. <laughs> well, I turned off here. R A P T. Get your penis away from me. <laughs> um, if I paid more attention to the first two songs, <laughs> you had two weeks. 
I kept, okay. 14 full days. And then, like, if Tom Petty decided to take the night off. No, it was still a great mix. It was one of those where I could push play, and I'm like, hey, I enjoy all of this. I, I had fun. I think if those, you know, you know, those issues were resolved, I would have rated, you know, it would have hit four. But I gave you a 3.92. Ooh, okay. Ooh, I'll nice. take it. I'll take it. I think this is the most RJ and I have been on the same page. Yeah. It, it was a great mix. I enjoyed this. I, Interesting. I nice. And it's a lot of artists that both of you haven't heard. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. You continue to get better at this, Devin. Mm, interesting. All right. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going for a 4.5. I'm going to go for a 4.2 well, average from both of you next. On What did mm. I give you? My highest rating was on the Australian mix. Yes. I think that was like a 4.5. Yeah, and I think RJ was like three points. <laughs> I feel like we should write this down because I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. I but give RJ a four point five. I think on the Christmas mix. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I gave you like seven point three koalas on. Um, oh yeah, Australian mix. Yeah, that's right. How many <laughs> Vegemites? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm getting closer. Nice. Yeah, I'm is... going for a four point two next time. Average. So one of you four point four. One of you four. Point oh. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Who's gonna be the first one that gets a five? Nobody. An I, average score of five or oh, just one person? I think just one five. person five. At this point, I know that I can make a five. Mm. I can make one. I'm okay. not going to. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. No. See, I wanna argue. For me though, like <laughs> part of it is like if it's a song that I haven't heard, I like that more. Yeah. And if it's a song that I have heard, I'm like, okay, cool. It's a song that I heard, and these go well together. Like the Summer Lovin' one, that's the highest rating that I gave you. It was 4.69. Yeah. 69 is hot. <laughs> and, uh, but it was all songs that I've heard for the most part, but and they were great songs. But there's something about me like hearing them, and I'm like, yeah, like I've heard these. It's like I like to hear something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm all about the hits, baby. If somebody gave me a <laughs> five... Ran if it was just for me, and they made five songs that did not fit together at all that I have not heard, and I liked five out of five. <laughs> Mine are all variations of Baja Men. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> if you, know. you find a good harp cover of Baja Men, we just we watched a harpsichord cover of Bohemian Rhapsody right before we got <laughs> this on this. True, that we were testing awesome. our to test the sound. <laughs> it was surprisingly good. <laughs> And it was just the last thing RJ was watching on YouTube. Like, yeah, it wasn't true. like, it was in the middle of the video, too. I was like, open YouTube and play sound. See if we can hear it through the headphones. And he was in the middle of a YouTube video. Oh, oh no. Okay, okay. First off, you know why I probably stopped this video? Devin probably called me and said, hey, listen to this alt country band I, I found. It's cool. Yeah. And listen I'm like, to real I'm, music. I'm like, I'm doing stuff. And he's like, you're not doing important stuff. And I'm like, ah, fine. Yeah, it's true. And that's how I hear. It was a fine harp cover. (laughs) (laughs) He did a good job. That's good. (laughs) I I wouldn't listen to it again. All right. Well, RJ, what do we have for next week? So, um, extra time to work on this. Yeah. This better be good. I've changed it three times. (laughs) And I probably could change it another three times. Okay. Um, So, this one, there's a reason for this. But this mix title is called They Speak the King's Name. They Speak the King's Name. They Speak the King's Name. So is this like Brit Rock? Okay. Are the kooks on it? Hey. (laughs) No. Okay. Is this Are you lying to me? Uh, No. Does it have anything to do with any of the nations in the Commonwealth? <laughs> no. <laughs> they speak. You the can stay in the states for this. Name. Who is the king? The king. Are these songs oh. about Donald Trump. Are these Elvis the kings? Songs? The king. Are oh, these is these Elvis covers? The king. He is oh. the king. Yeah. I mean, well, so was Michael Jackson. The king. He was the prince of rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't graduate, yes. He's almost there. RJ, it, if this is an Elvis mix, I am in. If I'm this real is in. real Elvis, but if this is Elvis covers by people I've never heard of. I don't, I'll blink 182. Oh. 
Where they just mention Elvis. <laughs> See, honestly, I think I've looked in the you know all the lyrics. I don't think Blink One Eighty Two mentions or does it Elvis cover. Song. Okay, so he said they speak the King's name. So I don't know why you would have three different versions of this, but Gaslight Anthem mm-hmm. has a song. Uh, you know, well, not Gaslight Anthem. Counting Crows has the original song. Maria <laughs> came from Nashville with the suitcase in her hand. She said, I want to meet a boy that looks like Elvis. They spoke the king's name. Is it songs with the word Elvis in them? Do you want me to answer this? No. You gotta find <laughs> out. <laughs> they speak the king's name. I think that's what it is. Huh. I'm in. I'm in either way. Okay. I'm down for some Elvis. Curious. This so, okay. Title. So, yeah. they speak the king's name. Their songs for Devin. Ooh. Their songs for Mike. Oh, you're actually Ooh. thinking of us this time. <laughs> okay. And I'm also lying. Oh, fuck. What does that mean? No, yeah. no, no. It means nothing. Are you lying or are you telling the truth? Are you telling the truth about lying? And then there's songs that I question that either one of you would like. <laughs> okay. You only have five it. songs. Yeah. How is this possible? The other two are for me. The other two? <laughs> yes. How many songs are on this? So there's one Seven. for Devin, one for me, two for RJ, and one that's questionable. Mm-hmm. One that's questionable? Yeah. Is there one just one that's questionable? Yeah, just one. Two for you. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> so, so okay. I enjoyed this one. Um there's I a reason so. why I <laughs> yeah. there's a reason I why I did it. We'll find out next week. Oh, do you we- think we won't be able to figure it out before then? Um that's we'll all see. I'm going to be doing this week. We'll see. I might have coronavirus, and that means I have to take 14 <laughs> days off. So I'm going to be at home figuring this shit out. Cool, I'll be here too. All right. You might have COVID. No, I just took a COVID test because I have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday. Oh. But <laughs> sharing so many milkshakes with me. It might come back positive. So who knows? <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Five Song Mixtape. Um, you can find uh, Five Song Mixtape on Spotify, where we have the mixes, just all one word when you search it. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, where we will post. Um, yes, and I will continue to post, <laughs> which I did not do last week. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do the time before that. That's fine. It's it's whatever. Okay. Transition period. Yeah, we're figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so go listen to our podcast and let us know how it is mm-hmm. and find us and follow yeah. us. Yeah, and rate and review and subscribe. Yeah. And you just, I mean, send us money. <laughs> <laughs> find out where I live. Send me cash in the mail. It's illegal, but I don't give a shit. I'll meet up with you. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. <laughs> all right.